From the Hero Law Firm Studios, welcome to the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Today is Tuesday, December 13th, and happy 33rd birthday to Taylor Swift. I should not be left to my own devices. They come with prices and vices. I end up in crisis. I'm Dan Ratcliffe, and here are your top stories presented by Mall of Georgia Dodge Jeep Chrysler. Matthew Holtkamp was sworn in as District 4 Commissioner. Mill Creek set a scoring record in their state championship win over Carrollton. And we'll hear from John Carr of the Aurora Theater about all the holiday fun at the theater this winter. We'll have all this and more coming up on the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. We sat down with Lauren Livesay and Colin Cappy, second-generation employees at Mall of Georgia Chrysler Dodge Jeep, to talk about their great customers both here in Gwinnett and across the country. Well, one of my neighbors bought all his cars from us, and uh, when I see him in the morning, I give him a good wave, and I'm very thankful for that. And he continues to uh, want to purchase vehicles from us because of the good experiences he's had. We have people from out of state that will come back that have been buying cars from us for years that'll drive on in or fly on in, trade in their car, get a new one, and leave. And we have some that are uh, just loyal customers that have been with us for 28, 29 years. Um, but then we have the ones, uh, we, we have a very big online presence. We've been getting uh, a lot of product, and we've been shipping them out all over the United States. Mall of Georgia Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Go see them on the lot at 4345 Buford Drive in Buford or go online and find them at mallofgeorgiachryslerdodgejeep.com. Matthew Holdcamp has only a couple of weeks left to enjoy a pre-elected office life, but there was some official business he had to take care of on Friday night for his soon-to-be new position. He had to be sworn in. New commissioners typically hold their swearing-in ceremonies sometime in December before their term officially begins. This time it was Holtkamp's turn after he defeated outgoing Commissioner Marlene Fosk in last month's general election, and the ceremony was held at the Gwinnett County Historic Courthouse. And in true Gwinnett County Commissioner fashion, Holtkamp evoked the often-mentioned Gwinnett Standard County mantra as he addressed supporters at the swearing-in ceremony. Holtkamp will be the only Republican on the five-member county commission when he takes office in January. In his post-swearing-in remarks, he thanked the Gwinnett Republican Party Executive Board for supporting his campaign. But Holtkamp did get support from across the political aisle at his ceremony. Two Democrats, who will soon be Holtkamp's colleagues on the county commission, Chairwoman Nicole Love Hendrickson and Commissioner Kirkland Carden, attended the ceremony. Hendrickson and Holtkamp are both members of the Rotary Club of Gwinnett. As Holtkamp addressed attendees at the ceremony, he recalled moving to Gwinnett from Ohio in the 1980s and having to learn how things worked in Georgia and also some of the local vernacular. A roller coaster of a first half and Georgia's highest scoring state championship football game ever left the Mill Creek High School players both exhausted and jubilant on Saturday. The Hawks won the first state football title in school history with a 70-35 route of previously unbeaten Carrollton, giving Gwinnett its third straight state champion in Class 7A. Their 70 points broke the state record for most points scored by one team in a state final, according to Georgia High School Football Daily Records, besting the old mark of 62 set by Valdosta in 1971 and Warner Robins in 2020. Mill Creek finished 14-1, pushing past the school record for wins in a season by a game. 
It wrapped up a completely dominant postseason with another convincing victory, putting an exclamation point on a run that featured the Hawks dealing out the mercy rule of a running clock to their first four playoff opponents. The showdown of nationally ranked teams featured a first half of each team landing shot with a big play. Two of the Hawks' early scoring plays were on special teams that had them up 28-14 after the first quarter. Carrollton, which hadn't allowed more than 28 points in a game all season, never got the deficit to single digits after the first quarter, despite 529 yards and five touchdowns from freshman quarterback Julian Lewis. The Hawks hit the 70-point mark with a nine-play, six-minute scoring drive set up by Jamal Anderson's fourth down sack. Kevin Mitchell's 48-yard TD run with 136 left in the fourth quarter capped the scoring and made Mill Creek the eighth Gwinnett school to win a state football title in Georgia's largest class. Joining Brookwood, Collins Hill, Grayson, Norcross, North Gwinnett, Parkview, and Peachtree Ridge. At least one Gwinnett team has won a state football title in 15 of the past 17 seasons. A Navy veteran who went on to work for the Veterans Administration and participated in several community groups has received a recognition from the Daughters of the American Revolution. The Philadelphia Wind chapter of the Daughters of the American Revolution recently presented a DAR America 250 commendation to Terry Edward Pyatt Manning. Manning was recognized for roles he filled in the Armed Forces and Veterans Administration, as well as roles he filled in the community. He served in the Navy from 1967 until 1970 and left the military as a petty officer first class. He later went on to work for the VA, where he eventually became the auditor in charge. But he was also president of the Friends of the National Archives Southeast Region, is a member of the Gwinnett Historical Society, co-founded the Gwinnett County Genealogy Study Group, and gives lectures on early American history, which he does while wearing colonial attire. Manning, who is married to Philadelphia Wind Chapter member Virginia Manning, is also involved with groups that work with the DAR. He's a member of the Button Gwinnett Sons of the American Revolution, the Atlanta Sons of the American Revolution, the Georgia Society of the Sons of the American Revolution, and is the senior president of the Allen Howard Society of the Children of the American Revolution. Tis the season. Hi, I'm Peggy Slappy from Peggy Slappy Properties. My elves and I want to get you home for the holidays. Whether you're looking to buy or sell in Gwinnett, our team a professional realtors will make sure your experience is merry and bright. So sled on over to our office today or find us online at psponline.com. Helping Gwinnetians have happy holidays for 40 years and counting. Why talk to Tom M. Wages Funeral Home Service today? You remove the financial and emotional stress from your loved ones. On the worst day of their lives, your family doesn't need to add financial stress to the pain of loss. You protect them. A pre-funded, pre-arranged funeral allows your family to grieve and mourn without the worry of how to pay. Plus, the peace of mind you have knowing everything is taken care of is priceless. Don't leave the worry and stress to your loved ones. Take care of your funeral pre-arrangements now. Let the family service professionals at Tom M. Wages in Snellville or Lawrenceville help you. Call Tom M. Wages today at 770-979-3200 or email jim at wagesfuneralhome.com. Tom M. Wages, the most respected and requested funeral home in Gwinnett County. It's hockey time in the A. The Atlanta Gladiators return to Gas South Arena for another season of huge hits. Incredible goals. Lands down for Oliver. Oliver shoots and rebound loose. They score. And wild celebrations. 
Head over to AtlantaGladiators.com to get your tickets today as we celebrate 20 years of Atlanta Gladiators hockey. The Atlanta Gladiators, Atlanta's hockey team. Again, Tyler gets it back. Near side, Vitelli. He shoots and scores. Northside Hospital will be building more of the new tower at its Gwinnett campus sooner than previously announced in a move that will make the Lawrenceville site the largest campus in the Northside Hospital system in 2025. Officials from Northside said the Georgia Department of Community Health gave them the green light on Wednesday to add seven more stories onto the construction that's gearing up for the new inpatient tower that's being built at the Gwinnett campus. That will put the tower at 17 stories, which is the height it was always intended to eventually be, all in one go at construction rather than in phases as was previously planned. It'll add 146 patient beds at the hospital and put Northside Gwinnett at a total of 696 beds. The tower, when completed, is expected to compete for the title of being the tallest building in Gwinnett County at a height of 257 feet 6 inches. Its closest competitor for the title would be the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, which has at least 15 floors. When former Gwinnett County Commission Chairwoman Charlotte Nash was a young girl growing up in the Harbins area, farming was still king. She recalls a time when eastern Gwinnett was truly rural, even though it's less developed than other parts of Gwinnett today. Nash is quick to point that she does not believe it's really rural anymore. When she thinks of that area being rural, she thinks of the farmland that used to be widespread in eastern Gwinnett. In fact, she remembers there being more farmland than forests in the Decula area back in the day. Nash was one of several dignitaries, including Governor Brian Kemp and current Gwinnett Commission Chairwoman Nicole Love Hendrickson, who attended Rowan's groundbreaking ceremony, which was held on a field on Drowning Creek Road on Friday. The 2,000-acre research-oriented knowledge community mixed-use development located between Decula and the Gwinnett Barrow County line has been in the planning stages since it was first announced in 2020. It's expected to take decades to build out, but it's projected to create at least 100,000 new jobs in eastern Gwinnett, according to Rowan Foundation President Mason Ailstock. The agriculture innovation aspect of Rowan in particular will likely have a major impact across the state since, according to the Georgia Department of Economic Development, agribusiness is the state's largest industry. Buford's wrestling team won the 18-team Aaron Kirkland Invitational on Saturday. The tournament honors former Buford wrestler Kirkland, who died in an October 2021 car accident. The Wolves finished ahead of runner-up Rockmart, third-placed Mount Pisgah, fourth-place Creekview, and fifth-place Etowah. Buford's DJ Clark, Ryan Eibold, Kieran McCormick, Drew Gorman, Gavin Pope, and Aaron Reiner won weight class titles. And now on our DTL download series, we talk with John Carr of the Aurora Theater and learn about all the holiday fun happening at the Aurora. Great. Well, uh, my name is John Carr. I'm the marketing director here at Aurora Theater. Um, and uh, yeah, I've been in town in Atlanta for about 15 years, doing an actor, a writer, an improviser, and uh, went to Chicago for about two years working out there and had a lot of fun. But my heart is in Georgia, and so came back, and now I'm getting to work with this wonderful organization, and it's been uh, super exciting seeing it grow, and it's super excited about the future. So I think just the basic question to get going is, for people who don't know, what is Aurora Theater? 
Well, Aurora Theater is a theater here in the Lawrenceville area. We're right in Lawrenceville Square, right at the heart of the city here. Um, we've been here for about 27 years, um, and we just recently um, built out the Lawrenceville Arts Center, um, which is a um, large venue here where we have five theaters, and now we're doing um, large plays, events, community events. Um, we're the second largest theater in Georgia, and um, we've been doing um, a number of amazing shows and have a full season that uh, we're ramping into the holidays with right now. So that's a great segue. What shows are coming up during the holidays? Great. So we've got our classic uh, Christmas Canteen, which is a variety show where we bring some of you know, your favorite holiday songs, along with some amazing talents from some of our incredible performers and a lot of comedy and heart. And so every year we do this show, it's super interactive, it's super fun, and it's just a great way to spend the, the holidays, um, a great way to celebrate the holidays um, here in Lawrenceville. We also have Christmas Carol, which is our classic show. Um, Anthony Rodriguez, who's a co-founder of the theater, does this every year. It's a one-man show, and he tells the story of Christmas Carol. We have a brand new performance of it in our new state-of-the-art facility in the cabaret that utilizes projections and lights, and it's a one-of-a-kind experience um, that I highly recommend for anyone to see. On top of just wonderful comedy shows, we have music performances, and so there's really something always going on here at the at Aurora Theater and Lawrenceville Arts Center. So with the Christmas Carol, he said it utilizes the lights and the projection. Does that include like for the ghost and some of those scenes? Absolutely. So what's really kind of cool about it is, you know, this our new cabaret um, venue. It, we have some new projectors and some new lights. And so instead of a traditional set that you see in a play or something of that nature, the entire back wall is a giant projection that allows us to kind of change the environment. We just have like moving images and all those type of things that kind of work in tandem with Anthony's telling of the story. And it's one of those things that visually it's an incredible experience. And honestly, something and there are a lot of places that do Christmas Carol, but there's no one that does Christmas Carol quite like the Aurora Theater. And so it's one of those kind of events that you definitely don't want to miss out on. That sounds like such a neat experience. So who are the performers at Aurora? Oh, we have a wide range of performers. So I think the kind of the interesting thing about Aurora is that we just have so many different folks that we take from all over Atlanta. And so, you know, Anthony Rodriguez, he is um, a co-founder of the theater. He's also been a part of uh, Aurora since the beginning and is also part of our board. Um, which is super amazing. But then we have um, Christmas Canteen, and that is a show that has some of our favorites. So we're talking about um, Galen Crawley, um, Russell Alexander, um, James Allen McCoon, um, just a number of performers. Uh, we also have our apprentice company, which is a lot of folks that have come and have actually moved to Georgia and come in here specifically to spend a year um, as apprentices for our company. And so you get to see some of the newest performers that we have here that we're developing and actually investing time and money in to make sure that they're the best 
performers they can be. And some of the great performers that you'll see at all the theaters around town have been people that started at the Apprentice Company. And so the Christmas Canteen highlights some of those amazing folks as well. So it's just a wide variety of people and experiences all kind of celebrating Christmas and the holidays here. That's fascinating to me just because I think we all knew somebody from our high school that went up to New York <laughs> to learn how to act and, and to right. pursue acting. And, and they could have done it right here in Lawrenceville. Well, that's the beauty of it, right? You know, you look at our uh, theater, the grand, um, our grand stage theater is a 400-seat theater, which is comparable to any sort of Broadway house that you go to in New York. We do a lot of shows that, like, our, our goal is to produce shows that go on to Broadway, and it's happening right here in Lawrenceville. And so it creates this sort of unique experience that you can see not only some of the best performers, frankly, in the world, but maybe somebody you might know that might live not too far from you. And so it's this wonderful combination of all types of folks um, right here in Lawrenceville. And how has the community really embraced the Aurora Theater? Oh, it's been incredible. Uh, I think one of the things that makes, well, frankly, Lawrenceville and the uh, Gwinnett uh, County unique is that, you know, for so um, many places, you people haven't been able to like fully appreciate the arts and their impact, but Lawrenceville has just been a, a community that has been supportive, that has put time, effort, and money behind our community. I mean, the fact that we were able to partner with them and create the Lawrenceville Arts Center, um, this incredible facility that has state-of-the-art equipment, lighting, and stages shows the um, support and impact that the city has had for this. And as a result of it, I mean, you walk around Lawrenceville Square and you see the restaurants and um, businesses and all the things that have kind of grown up around here because it genuinely is a place to be it's a place that tourists can come it's a place that you know people coming in from uh, atlanta looking for a fun night can come it's something for everyone and because of the support for the arts and our community we've really seen it benefit the uh, the city as a whole and imagine having this kind of world-class theater in gwinnett county means that You've probably there's probably been some great effects on the local high schools and, and schools art programs. Oh yeah, absolutely. We have an incredible children's programs. We partner with a number of the local high schools and schools. We have an education program that, you know, does classes for some of the kids as a supplement to what they're already getting in some of the local high schools. Uh, we just recently uh, uh, Georgia Gwinnett College just recently finished a run here at, at the school. So it's not only a place where uh, a lot of these students are able to learn and to grow, but we're also housing and hosting some of these amazing schools, um, as well as being a supplement and frankly, being a place to help develop them to go on to bigger and better careers. And so many folks have gotten their start here doing classes either in school and then coming and taking classes here through our education program to do all the family and children's programs as well. And that's so neat that you might have someone who's, you know, a local student that is, you know, taking the class, reforming there. And then the next day, it's somebody who has pulled up their whole life to move to Lawrenceville to do this. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, that's that's been the fun thing. It's just like, in the truest sense, we're, this place is about community at the end of the day. It's about a place where everyone from all walks of life can find something that's here for them. And so we'll have events that are, are um our Spanish language events. We have events that are just community events. We have stand-up comedy that happens here as well. And so if there's something for everyone, because at the end of the day, this is the goal of the Lawrenceville Arts Center is to be a 
community hub and a place for folks to gather. And we're doing that and seeing that every day. I love that. Where can people find tickets for events? Um, so the, the best way to uh, find events is lvilleartcenter.com. Um, that's another great way to see that. All the things that are going on here at Lawrenceville Art Center. Um, and then if you're looking for Aurora Theater, um, just auroratheater.com, you can see uh, Christmas Canteen, our Christmas Carol, and some of the great education programs that we have there. So this is truly a partnership with the city as we work together to really create something unique and beautiful here. It all started with a group of cowboys who broke from the mold and wanted more. 30 years later, the ride continues, and the professional bull riders have never been more ranked. The best ever! We were here for it! Don't be a... Join the ride and celebrate 30 years with the PBR live January 21st and 22nd at Gas South Arena in Duluth. Tickets now at PBR.com and AXS.com. Making your weekend plans? There's never a dull moment in the DTL. Visit the historic Lawrenceville Square or one of our more than 20 unique restaurants and eateries, breweries, and eclectic shops. Enjoy an outdoor concert or movie at the Lawrenceville Lawn, an Aurora Theater show at the Lawrenceville Arts Center, multiple brunch options, the Slow Pour Sunday Market, and so much more. Visit downtownlawrencevillega.com for a full events calendar, helpful links, and details. That's downtownlawrencevillega.com. From the water that flows from your tap to the roads you drive on on your way to work, Gwinnett County Government provides high-quality services to residents every day. Our residents, businesses, schools, local governments, and nonprofits have a long tradition of working together to make Gwinnett the best place to live, work, play, and raise a family. Together, we'll ensure that Gwinnett is a place where everyone thrives. Learn more about county services at GwinnettCounty.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GwinnettGov. Thanks again for listening to today's Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Did you know over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. Add us to your Alexa Flash briefing or Google Home briefing, and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group, Darren Sutherland, Executive Director, Jacob Sutherland, Director, Matt Golden, News Director, Chen Ray Zhang, Director-Producer, and Jason Gentarola, Audio Producer. All rights reserved.